Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to Hope Restored Podcast. I'm your host, Missy Dale. On today's episode, we are going to do part two of Crossing Over. How many of you are excited for a brand new year? I know I am. I am ready to see all that God is going to do this year as we cross over. I can just feel uh, just the excitement through uh, the microphone right now as if you are right here with me. It's a new year, uh, endless possibilities. It is a brand new page and we get to see and watch what God is going to do, what he's going to unfold in the coming days. And as I was begin to think about uh, crossing over, I did a message. It's been uh, several weeks ago, and it was just to prepare, to prepare to cross over. Uh, when the children of Israel Israel had to uh, cross the Jordan before they could go into the promised land, Joshua said that they had to prepare. They had to sanctify themselves. They had to, had to set themselves apart. And so there were some things that could not go into the promised land. There was an entire generation that was not allowed to go into the promised land due to their disobedience. And I think that right there should give us a great pause and just just to think about, you know, how important it is to not only hear the voice of God, to read the word of God, but there is another step that we must do, and that is to obey the word 100% what he says to do, that we can't just do 90%. We got to do the full 100% of obedience. And so they had to prepare themselves to cross over. And so that meant some things had to go. They had to mourn the past. You know, their their moms and dads or even grandparents or brothers and sisters, we don't know um, who in the family that got to go into the promised land was not allowed to go. And so I'm sure there was a mourning. And just like us, you know, there's sometimes where God will ask us to end a relationship. Mm. And it's tough because you have, you know, feelings there and love there. And yet you know that it's not for you for this next relate next next season that you're in so that you have to let it let that relationship go and so of course there's going to be some mourning time and then the next thing that they did um is they had to listen for instruction uh, they had to prepare their hearts to receive what god was going to say to them and and to do it and so that's what uh this podcast podcast is going to be about today is that crossing over uh let's go um how many of you are ready to let's let's just get started in this and i know i am i am ready and so thankful that 2023 has ended and today is january 2nd 2024 and so what I want to talk about is is just that um, we're crossing over, we have prepared, and now it's time to let's go. Let's get on over there to the other side. And so um, I want to just read a scripture real quick. It's Joshua 3.8. It says, give this command to the priest who carry the Ark of, Cove- of the Covenant. That is, we know the power of God, the presence of God, that when they reach the banks of the Jordan River. When they reach the banks of the Jordan River, take a few steps 
into the river and stop there. You see, they had to listen to what God had said that in order to cross over, they had to listen to the specific instructions. What would have happened if they decided, you know what, I'm just going to step in to the Jordan, but I'm not going to stop. We don't know. You know, maybe the waters wouldn't have parted. Uh, They had to obey. They had to go into, and I want to tell you about this river. This river was at flood capacity. It was in in the season that um, the river would have been flooded. So I, I can't even imagine what the priest would have felt like just walking into the river and then Joshua commanding them to stop there. And, um, you know, was it ankle deep? Was it knee deep? Was it waist deep? Where was the river on them? We really don't know. We just know that they were supposed to walk into it. It was at flood stage and stop. You know, that tells me that it was probably maybe a little scary to do that. And you know, sometimes when God asks us to do something, it is terrifying. You know, it's into the unknown. It is into a a season that we have never been to. And so there is a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of uncertainty um, that we know, we know that we heard from God. And so we, as we step out, of course, there's going to be fear um, that is going to emotion that we may may feel, but we got to do it afraid. Those priests and Levites had to step into the Jordan River and stop and um, get past the feeling of, you know, maybe one of them being like, I don't even know how to swim, you know? Um, And so God has maybe called you to something and you're like, I don't even know. I don't even know. I say that all the time because I stumble over my words all the time, y'all. It's really, really bad. And I joke that, yeah, and God called me to preach. You know, it's terrifying because I'm like, I am not a communicator. I stumble over my words. I sometimes forget a word. Like I can't even think of a word sometimes. That's why I pause a lot. And yet God has called me to be a preacher. I'm like, yeah, right. But, you know, that's that's where he gets the glory in it. Amen. And so they had to step out. What does God ask you to do? You know, we got to surrender to his call. And I think of it like this. When I was a little kid, little girl, and I didn't know how to swim, uh, we would go on vacations. And my dad would stand in the middle of the pool and I would be on the outside uh, standing and he would ask me to jump into the pool so that he would catch me. And I was, and still am a little bit, a timid, scared girl. Okay. And so here it is, my dad asking me to jump into a pool. When I was young, I didn't know how to swim. Um, I wasn't really comfortable around water that much. And here he is asking me to jump in. And I was like, no, I really wanted to, but the fear would just get on me. And so I would run as fast as I could and get to the edge and stop because fear took over. And then he just kept saying, miss, miss, jump, jump. I'll catch you. I'll catch you. And so here I would go again and run to the edge of the pool and stop because fear would take over. And then suddenly, um, there was one time where I would run and, um, my dad would yell at me and he would say, Missy, Missy, just, just jump. I'm going to catch you, but you got to jump. And something just came over me. And so I ran and I jumped 
and my daddy caught me and did I get a little wet you betcha Uh, but I was safe and secure in his arms and I want to tell you that if God has called you to do something that seems so far beyond you that you got to know that he is sitting there in the waters and he will catch you he will catch you every time he will allow you to uh, feel his embrace as you jump in, but you got to do the stepping out. You got to step into the Jordan right now. You got to walk into the river. You got to jump into the river, into the unknown and trust and know that he is going to catch you, that he's not going to abandon you. He's not going to forsake you because that goes against his word that he is going to go with you. And then after that, he's going to give you the next step. He's going to give you the next thing that you're going to do. Um, But we have got to step out into it. And if you're like me and you're like, okay, I don't even know how to talk. I can't even put words together. And, um, you know, sometimes I forget words or maybe God's called you to be a teacher or a preacher or maybe he's called you to be a doctor or a nurse or a, a um, you know, whatever, whatever, a counselor, whatever it is. And you're like, I don't even know if that is a gifting that I have. I'm going to tell you another story that I've heard. And it's about a preacher that went to a, a, a member's house and said, listen, I want you to put $20 in your wife's Bible, but don't tell her you did it. Don't tell her that you're, you're putting the $20 in it. And the, the guy was like, okay, I'll do it. And so the next day was church, and in the middle of the preacher's message, he said, he turned to this man's wife and said, sis, I want you to give me the $20 that is in your wallet, or in your Bible. And she was like, there ain't $20 in my Bible, what are you talking about? And he just said, listen, just just open up your Bible and give me the $20. And she kind of bannered back and forth and said, there's no $20 in my in my Bible, what are you talking about? And he said, sis, just open up your Bible and give me the $20. She opened up the Bible and lo and behold, the $20 was there. And the preacher said, listen, I asked you to give me the $20 that was in your Bible because I knew you had it in there because I gave it to you gave it to your husband to put in there basically, but he gave it. He knew it was in there. Just like you, child of God, if God has called you to something and it seems bigger and you're just like, I don't even know if that's, that's, I don't even know if I can do this, that God would not have called you to it. If he wasn't planning on equipping you that you got $20 in your Bible right now, that it has been laying dormant and God is calling that gifting out. And we are to fan that flame where to, um, you know, go in and train and, and, and do all the things to craft our giftings and, and do that. So we got to be obedient. It's time to step out in faith of what has God called you to do that you're standing back and saying, I can't do. Step into the river. Step into the river. Jump into the river knowing that the Ark of the Covenant goes before the Israelites. The presence of God goes before us each and every day. The very power of God goes before us that, guys, it is not us. So when we get kind of like scared and worried, you know, that's because we're thinking too fleshy right now. It is God inside of us. All we got to do is take the step and all of it is up to God in the end. Amen. 
And so they had to step in. And uh, when they stepped in to the river, uh, they had to stop because that's when the next instructions were told. That's when the power of God parted those waters. It wasn't until those priests and Levites did what they were supposed to do. It's not until we are obedient with what God has said to us that he is going to reveal the next step. We want step after step after step after step before we'll step into it. But I want to tell you, child of God, if you want the next step, you got to be obedient with that first step and then the second step and then the third step. And he's going to give you each step as you are obedient. And uh, so we got to step in. We got to obey the instructions. I was looking up a couple of scriptures about obedience. And um, guys, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do. But um, that obedience unlocks a lot of things. When we are obedient, obedience leads to things going really well. I don't know about you, but I want things to go well. You know, and a lot of times when I'm frustrated, whenever I'm, uh, uh, you know, battling inside, it's because I'm not being obedient in an area of my life. Because when I'm obedient, things go well. It's a promise. In Deuteronomy 12, 28, it says, be careful to obey all. Doesn't say some, doesn't say half, doesn't say three-fourths. It says all my commandments so that all, all will go well. Not just a little bit, not just some, just not, you know, half the time it's going to go well, but all will go well with you and your children. So not only is obedience important for me, but it's for my children and the children after us from generation upon generation. So it says, be careful to obey all my commandments so that all will go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what is good and pleasing to the Lord, your God. So obedience unlocks things going really well. I don't know about you, but that makes me like excited to be obedient, you know, because I don't like it when things don't go very well. I don't like it when things go amok, if you will. Um, So I got to make sure, hey, Am I being obedient right now? Am I listening to the voice of God? Am I obeying the instructions of the Father? Am I in the Word to where I know the instructions of the Father? Because it's going to lead to things going well. The next thing that obedience does is found in Luke eleven twenty eight. Jesus says this, but even more blessed are all who hear the Word of God and put it in practice. So not only is obedience unlocks things going really, really well, but it unlocks blessings. Hello, blessings. Jesus says this, even more blessed are all, not just some people, not just the elect, but all, no matter what economical background you are, no matter what gender you are, no matter what race you are, it is all who hear the word of God and put it in practice. So it's not just hearing the word. We got to obey the word. We got to put it in practice. We got to do what it says that blessed are those blessings fall. And then the last thing is obedience leads to things, um, leads to promotion. 
It leads to promotion. How many is ready for the next season, the next level? Well, guess what? You got to stay obedient. Amen. It says in, in Joshua 1.8, study this book of instruction continually all the time. Not just Sunday, Wednesday, all the time. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate. That means think upon it day and night. Think about what the Lord says in his word. Think about it. Continually study it. Um, We can be meditating on it while we're doing the dishes. We can be meditating on it while we're driving down the highway. I can be meditating on it while I'm laying down, getting ready to go to bed. I can be meditating on it in my office. Every moment I can meditate. I can think upon it. I can study the word of God. We got to crack open the Bible. We got to know what it says. We got to dig deep into it. I like getting onto um, eSword. It's an app that you can download that you can see the Hebrew and Greek uh, meaning of words because it changes the whole dynamic of certain words that we have um, in our, like for instance, prosper um, means uh, something complete, uh, a little bit different than what we would normally think of prosper, prosperity. We would think of, um, you know, uh, maybe financially blessed, but it goes beyond that. Um, so study this book of instructions, Joshua 1, 8 says, and can continually meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it only then only then will you prosper and succeed and you see I'm a little bit of a nerd so I had to look up prosper and it means to advance make progress succeed to push forward to break out to come mightily to go over and to be good so that we will continually study the word of god we meditate on it day and night we make sure we obey everything written on it so that we will advance so that we will make progress so that we will succeed so that we will push forward so that we will break out so that we would come mightily that we would do good and be good. I mean, that changes the whole dynamics of it. That obedience, it leads to promotion. It leads to advancement. So obedience, it leads to things going well. It leads to blessings and it leads to promotion. It leads to advancement. It leads to pushing forward to obey. So we got to go step out in faith. I'm walking by faith not by sight, stepping into the unknown, making sure that we do what God has said and then obey his instructions. And I want to tell you, he will make a way. He will part the waters and he will go before you. It's a promise we have that blessings will follow, that advancements will follow, but we have got to do our part. It's one of those things that if we do this, then he will. If we do this, then he will. We got to do our part in it. Amen. So today, let's go. Let's go into 2024 full of faith, holding nothing back and stepping into what he has for us, doing it by faith, not by sight and obeying every word that he's spoken, that it leads to blessings, it leads to advancement, and it leads to things going well. I hope today you enjoyed this podcast. Comment in if you um, have a testimony. I would love to hear from you. God bless you.